Get a margarita. And I love margaritas. I've never had a margarita. Oh. This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 18 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I'm Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia. And today we are very, very happy to welcome uh, Billy Hunt from Uobami Reptiles. How you doing, Billy? Doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. I'm tired. Uh, you're always tired. I'm I always, tired, always too. tired. That's all right. Right there with you, man. It's just like I've just now kind of realized within the last like week or so just how much time I put into stuff here. Yeah. And then go to work. Like I handle stuff before I go to work. I go to work and work from like 10 to 8, and then I come home and I do it some more. Yeah. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I do it all over again tomorrow. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's been a pretty hectic couple weeks. If you guys haven't noticed, we haven't uh, put out an episode for what is it? Two weeks, two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So we've been slacking. I went on a little sabbatical with uh the family to the i went to columbia upstate. hey i went to columbia too but that was the weekend i went for for you repticon yeah i went for vacation so and how was that that was great man had a lot of fun got to hang out on the lake and stuff nice yeah didn't get that brain eating bacteria that like people somehow pick up and i did i got that freshwater. i got that like 12 years ago oh, that so, makes a lot I mean, that explains a lot yeah um I don't know what, I don't know what you expect. <laughs> it should. <laughs> thought you would have figured it out by now. Anyway. Anyways. So don't mind the crunching in the background. Anybody listening? Because um, Justin's eating his uh, tortilla I chips. I got off work. I was like, I'm hungry. It's like 9 o'clock. We usually try to start at like 9.30. That didn't really happen. No, it was a little late. So I was but... like, I got to eat. And then I have to take care of my roommate's dogs because he's out of town. And then I had to check on snakes when I got here. And then I had to feed the cat. And then I had to feed myself. And then just get everything set up. As Bratz just sat there and stared at me. You know? Dude, are you kidding me? You had me go check your mail. I had a package coming. We could have either waited for me to go check it myself yeah. or you could have done it while yeah. i was busy a, sim- a simple thank you would have been nice that's thank all, you buddy that's all i'm saying you're welcome <clears throat> anyways so <laughs> so today's episode we're just gonna we're gonna talk with billy for a while he's uh i met uh, a little background i met billy um at the daytona show that i went to a couple months ago um Super cool guy, super high quality animals. Uh, he works with carpet pythons, um, some rat snakes, and a few other odds and ends stuff. So uh, I guess to get to start this off, Billy, why don't you um, tell us kind of how you got into reptiles and what got you to where you are today? Well, what uh, got me started was I've always been always been an animal guy uh, growing up and. For whatever reason, I just always gravitated towards reptiles. Right. And that turned into me getting a leopard gecko one year. And uh, a couple weeks later, it turned into two. And uh, you all know how the story goes. (laughs) Then I ended up with like 20-some-odd lizards. I wasn't into snakes at first. I was kind of scared of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 
yeah, one of those stories. One turns into and, 20 uh, so quick. <laughs> it really did. Um, I made friends with the local pet store. Um, I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade or whatever. And uh, just networking with them, I ended up being able to work. They let me work there to uh, pay off animals that I wanted. So nice. uh, that, did, that didn't help with... Uh, with me <laughs> not getting a whole bunch real quick, you know, just <laughs> go mess with animals and get more, you know. So. I'm right. And uh, I think I hit high school and I wanted something different than uh, ball pythons. No, nothing against those, but, you know, you always want something different. And right. I found poplin carpets. That's for you, Jacob. There you go. Uh, hey. found, <laughs> yeah, I found, found out about poplins and, I got one of those in Daytona that year, and it just blossomed into a very packed room <laughs> full of snakes that I have now. All right, nice man. So, um, tell us a little about you know what you what you're currently working with and some of the species that you have. Well, the main main part of the collection is carpet pythons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, I got a thing for stripes. So, I yeah, I noticed a couple that. coastals. Yeah, I'm I'm really into striped uh, animals. I'm right there so, with you. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to for me. It's hard to beat a good stripe. You get a perfect stripe down a python's back. That's, mm-hmm. I gotta have it. Yeah. So I got uh, <clears throat> actually have some Peterson line striped coastals. I don't Dude. know if you guys know much about those, but man, uh, nah, I tell you, I. I didn't know anything about them before Daytona, but man, you showed me that mail that you had there, and oh my gosh, that those Peterson line, man, just gorgeous animals. They're so freaking cool, man. I'm a sucker for the Russian yeah, tigers. Mm. Yeah, got those too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much. I have every as far as the coastal stripe stuff goes. I have everything except a solid Balin animal. Which I'm sure eventually I'll I'll end up with one of those, but uh, yeah, the Petersons are probably the one that I'm the most excited about because, as far as I know, me and uh, me and Eric are the only ones that have pairs <coughs> of them. So, where did yours come from? Like, who did you who produced yours? Uh, they came from Shay Shay Peterson. Oh, okay, uh, that's okay. where the line originated. Yeah, it originated about, I want to say, 15 years ago or so. Uh, he bought some animals from Dan Maleri, DM Exotic. Mm-hmm. And he was doing, like, hobby stuff. And uh, he just kept selectively breeding, selectively breeding until he had his own line. And when I asked him about them, when I got the animals, I got the my original pair years ago. Uh, he just said, just say they're Peterson animals. Everybody know what you're talking about. And uh, then he got out, and everyone started crossing them into Balin stuff and all the other stuff and Jags and, you know, the stuff that everyone does. Right. And uh, the line pretty much is all but lost. As far as I know, this past season, I'm the only one that uh, produced any. So I'm holding on to all those babies and trying to revive the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, um... that is for sure uh me and justin were um 
we were in a group chat with uh, Riley Jemison on Facebook, and so we talk all the time. And uh, sorry, I was, Riley, I was <laughs> I was telling him about uh, your your Peterson line coastals, and even he was like, "Wow, you know, that's one of those lines that you really don't hear much about, you know, at all nowadays." Mm-hmm. And uh, I had never even heard of it, you know, before Daytona. But man, the, those are some really really cool looking coastals, and that's that's really what I'm. Well, I'm kind of into right now. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. my thing right now is the more locality and you know the lines, the specific lines versus like all the morphs. You know, I'm I'm really kind of kind of lost interest in all the morphs and you know the the specific lines like the Peterson line stuff is you know that's something that really piques my interest. You know, going forward. Well, that's kind of like the failsafe of the hobbies, the guys who want to preserve that kind of thing, like, right? There should almost be some sort of, like, designated survivor sort of scenario where, like, if they all disappear, like, you're the guy that has these pure ones. Like, don't breed them to anything else. (laughs) Like, keep them exactly the way they are. And so that way it doesn't get lost. Right. You know, people are going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... We want to talk about Lucky. I uh, I ended up buying a whole bunch of snakes from uh, this guy, Kyle uh, Rosecki. And he ended up having, just randomly, he had a pure Peterson line proven female. And uh, unrelated from the the pair I have, so at least I have a little something different. Yeah. So I'm not just, you know, doing siblings and stuff. And, Inbreeding them into oblivion. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, eventually, you know, there's no other place to go. But, right. You know, it's nice to have that extra little little step in there mm-hmm. yeah a little bit of a separation as far as relation you know yeah. Uh, yeah same dad different moms you know uh, you can get away with it <laughs> depending on what state you're in <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway <clears throat> alabama <laughs> Anyways, so um, other than, you know, your Peterson line stuff, what else you got going on over over by you, man? Uh, I got some Coastal Jags. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you saw the one that is the dad to everything I produced last year. Uh, he was in Daytona, too. Okay. Uh, let's see, I have a Stripe Jungle project I'm working on. Sure. Uh, that's going pretty well. Uh, stripes, of course, like I said. Obviously, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, the pop ones, of course. A one. A one. He's got some nice got ones too. Yep. Yeah, yeah I nice. got a whole bunch of uh, farm bred animals. Um, I got a GQ M pen pair. I got going this year. Dude, those M pen, uh, the M pen pop ones, man. That's just. Oh, they kill me. I love the M pen animals. Super cool. I um I want to try and get my hands on some M pen. Yeah, I had a pair of many years ago. Those, yeah. Yeah, they're they're super nice. Jacob's man. really mad that I got rid of those. I'm so I'm still pissed off at you about that, <laughs> man. I'm like you couldn't have waited till you met me to like want to sell them. I mean them. it was also like ten years ago. So. I don't care. I don't care. Actually no, it wasn't even that long. It was probably more like five or six. Yeah, you're not helping your cause here, you know, so but I do miss them though. Those were things where yeah. when those things shed, they were flat out purple. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing about so those cool. M pens, man. They're just so purple. It's awesome. 
I love it. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I hate you. It is what it is. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you're working with the pop wins, you know, any, anything specific that you're excited about, uh, for this season? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as the pop ones go, the GQ M10 pairing, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that goes. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a striped kind of striped animal, uh, farm bred that I'm breeding to another farm bred female that, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that goes just to see what pops out. He has a stripe and he has like this weird apparent pattern and stuff. I'm seeing if I can bring that out a little bit in some of the babies. Uh, just kind of throw them together and see what comes out. Nice. Uh, Those are the fun kind of things. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know what'll pop out. So, then <laughs> uh, I got a. I'm doing a granite to a caramel jag het granite. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one. I'm hoping that goes too. Just, I really want a granite jag, and if I can get a caramel granite jag, you know, that'd be a bonus. Yeah, for sure. That'd be uh, that'd be pretty sweet, know, man. They got to go first. So. Yep. Now, have you already yeah. uh, started pretty much all your pairings for the season, or what? Uh, I've introduced um, when we had that storm system come through. It's like, well, I mean. Might as well. Now's the time. Yeah, yeah. Even though the temperatures, even though the temperatures didn't really drop too much, uh, I did get a lock out of the Russian red tigers. So Ooh, must nice. be doing something. Right. I'm gonna be paying and attention the, to that. Yeah. yeah, I'm really hoping those go, man. Those are those are really cool. Uh, I gotta think for tigers though. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin likes I, stripes, man. He always just, has. You used to have a pair. What were those? Uh, I don't remember what they were. They were just nice. But Jacob had a pair, and he like the first time we were like started talking, he's like, "Hey man, I got these pair of carpets. Like, you want to buy them?" And I was like, "I don't really know this guy." And I was like, "Ah, didn't really want to spend the money on them, but now yeah. I'm I'm regretting it so hard." Those, were those some, things were nice. Dude, those things are killer, man. I just I was changing focus on some of my stuff and. I was uh, trying to get rid you of had tigers, man. I I wouldn't call them tigers, yeah, tiger ish. I mean, the stripe on them, you would have sworn they were tigers. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't, you know, the tiger stuff is more like a line. <clears throat> so right. you know, I wouldn't label them as tigers because the background on their parents, you know, weren't tiger or anything. But they were uh, extremely yeah, yeah. striped. Like I mean. The male, I'm I'm think it was the male, the male that had was like, a compl- like no breaks, dude. Like, he was he was knock yeah. out, dude. He was a he was a smoke show. They were um, at it. They were both caramel, uh, sixty six uh, possible head albino, and uh, man, they were oh, they were they were nice. I'm man. gonna be regretting that for a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna write that on my headstone when I'm in the ground. I should have bought those carpets from Prats. <laughs> but then, someone who bought them from somebody locally had, like, the female on Craigslist, I think. And I was really tempted to pull the trigger on that because I was like, this is my chance to get at least half of them back because I know who has the male. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have like, done some type of pairing in the future with I them. I mean, it may even yeah. still be available. I don't know. But Didn't you email them about... Uh, I did, and I never got a response. You never got a response? Nope, never replied to me. Man. I'm, dude, I'm like... I'm like... Whatever. 99.9% sure that was the female. See, and that's what's like, going to suck, too, thing, is, like, those that animal's just going to, like, float off into oblivion, and it'll uh, never, yeah. like, from here on out, it'll be like, oh, this is a striped carpet. 
Yeah, I'm like, kind of pissed off at myself, honestly. I just I didn't know so many. I didn't know as many people when I was selling those things, man. Yeah. I didn't start really getting out there until you and I linked this, up, yeah. and then you know I started you know meeting more and more people who wanted stuff and yeah. Trading them for some bloods. It is what it is. Uh, dude, just to get rid of the blood what? to get back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get into that. We've come full circle. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, we have. Um, but anyways, what's really important right now <laughs> is what kind of chondros do you have? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before before I hit the chondros, I got one more oh, okay. carpet uh, project that I want to throw out there. Yeah, what, what you got? Uh, I have a Nova Guinea project that I'm super excited about. No, I almost got a pair man. of those from, from Eric, like they're like, years ago. They're like breeding like, this year. They're, they're freaking cool, man. Are, are you, are you like pairing them like, up this year? Uh, no, my male will be good next year. He's not up to size this year. That's What's awesome. Like, Females are ready to go. But. They, they look really cool. And I almost bought a pair forever ago. But I like what's dude. I explain the the Nova thing to me. Yeah, that, like, yeah. If you know any any background on the whole Nova Guinea thing, yeah. If us. you want to lighten us, enlighten us on that, because I've always been curious too. I've always loved them. I thought they've been they're you know cool as shit, but I've never you know like looked into the whole you know why are they called Nova Guineas? You know where are they from? Blah blah blah. So if you can enlighten us on that real quick, that okay. would be that would be okay. great. So, <laughs> I'll tell you guys what I know. And hopefully it's the correct information. <laughs> uh, from what I've gathered, because there's not much on them, is that they're from Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. And they're from the east side. I believe they're separated by most of the Papuans that we get usually yep. from uh, mm-hmm. that area by, like, some mountains. There's, like, there's a divide. There's yeah, a line. yeah. There's a massive and, uh There's... There's some speculation that they might be a com- like a new subspecies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, they do act a little different. Their head structures are a little different from poplins and stuff. Uh, it's still up in the air. Uh, I'm sure Hoser know, will get his hands on them and rename them and whatever he wants to. <laughs> yeah, I know they they came in and. <laughs> They just kind of got stuck with the Nova Guinea thing, and yeah, yeah. I think some guys were they were breeding them the Jags and calling them Supernovas. No, you know, man. Jag was, always gets into everything. It's bound to happen eventually, uh, dude. That 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 just upsets me. I've never seen a Nova Guinea Jag. You know, I've only seen just you know pure Nova Guineas. But uh, why you gotta yeah, just, the, why you gotta throw the it Jag? Just kind of happened. At, <laughs> Yeah, it goes into everything, man. That's yeah. how that's how carpets have to go. Yeah. But uh, as far as I know, there's only like two or three people that are even working with these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Have, I know Eric animals. Kohler. I know Eric Kohler works with some, and I'm pretty sure Nick Mutton has some. I know Nick Mutton has some. Yeah. I know Eric Kohler has some, and now you. Yeah, I know Kohler, Nick, and then there's this guy on the West Coast, Lance Weaver. That's okay. who I got my. Uh, that's who I got my mail from. Okay, gotcha. Cool, cool. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if um, Eric Burke had some. That 
hiding oh, yeah, out somewhere. Had, yeah. yeah, he has. Yeah, he has in, to. Yeah. Buried in the deep recesses of his room somewhere. Eric some Burke is like, literally, his collection is like my my dream. He's, if it's a carpet, he's got it. Yeah, yeah, no, he absolutely has it. His What he works with and keeps, man, it's literally the, the thing of my dreams, my imagination. Big he, ball of yeah, shot he's, caller. He's got everything. <laughs> he's definitely got the collection. Yeah, dude, his, his these stuff are, uh, is insane. These guys are the, they call it the Europe line. Yeah, yeah, There's okay. also a Nova Guinea line that Derek Roddy works with here in Florida that they call like the U.S. line. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's it's pretty, uh, everyone's pretty comfortable saying that his are coastals. But, you know, it's still kind of muddy and stuff, but hmm. they pop out some really cool stuff. But For some reason, I'm I got thinking the Europe he, line stuff here. Didn't he get out of carpets or something? No, he still has No? I don't know. I for some reason yeah, he's been I'm, posting. I was thinking he had gotten he's out been of posting them. pictures and stuff. Yeah, because I know he does the blackheads. Hmm. But oh yeah, he's big uh, into the blackheads. Yeah, but he's I think recently he's been posting some pretty awesome jungles and stuff. That he has. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to look into that. I'll have to get him on here. Uh-huh. Very good. I'm he's a drummer. Cool yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a drummer too, and I appreciate what he does. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Derek Roddy. Yeah, that's uh, I I know exactly. Dude what you're is talking insane. About. Yeah, dude. Drums, oh man. really? I've never yeah. seen any of his drum stuff, but I've seen his I've seen his blackheads and man, yeah. I that's one of my you know, way future species that I really mm-hmm. really want is blackheads. Um, but man, they those things go for a freaking arm and a leg. Yeah, those yeah. haven't budged on price no. ever. I don't think. No. <laughs> But um see, and I see I see Jason Hood at most of the shows I go to and he always has blackheads and it's it's really hard not to pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Just the, not there yet. They're see, man, I don't, like they're just so freaking cool. Those man. those and Womas, like I like Womas, but like for whatever they just they don't do much for me. I do I'm honestly like that's one of like after I get another um after I get another scrub python I'm kind of happy with where I'm at between carpet and scrub. Yeah, I say that every time. I'm I'm pulling the trigger on some womas, dude. Like for I real. mean they seem like I fun, re- but I'm I just really like, want some I'm not, womas. I'm not like oh man, like Yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to go like all out with them, you know, but they're I just not want, like, green a pair. and I they don't perch. Oh my god! You and your freaking, <laughs> you and your freaking arboreal species, man. We are complete opposites in that aspect. And I think that's why we kind of work well together. Is because you do all the ar- arboreal crap, and I'm more of the. I like my terrestrial species. I like stuff that likes to climb. I have rat snakes. Yeah, I have rat snakes. Oh, my name's Justin. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares about your rat snakes. It's you messy. just told me before we hit record that you really like the ones I just got. Yeah, they they look you're like nice. man. These are nice. <laughs> like, I know I bought them. <laughs> no, your rat snakes are cool. Yeah, Justin just got a new pair of uh, another bairds. pair of bairds. Yeah, because I'm I got a bared fetish. He's a bared baller. Bairds are nice snakes, man. I don't like. They're just cool. Yeah, cool. They're fun. Yeah, man. Um, so I guess Justin asked about your chondros earlier so i guess if you want to get that out of the way yeah. so justin can <laughs> justin can be happy <laughs> we just can... get it out of the way yeah just so just don't shut up okay so uh i just have a pair i don't have i i wish i had more um me too i just no, have a don't. pair at the moment uh right <laughs> yeah, I have a million of these things uh i got my female in a trade like 
four or five years ago. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were always like a dream snake, and then just at that point in life, they were, you know, definitely too expensive for me. And when the, I got the offer, I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Nice. And uh, ended up being a female. Uh, they said it was a sorong. You know how that goes. Yeah. You know, there's no... Without everybody any. I show pictures of, they're like, you got a biak, man. What are you, you know, what are you trying to pull? I'm like, it's just what I was told. I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> but, um, yeah, so there's always that. And then my male is a sorong. I got him from a, a breeder here in St. Pete. And, uh, actually bred them in 16. Mm-hmm. And, uh, long story short, my incubator was not working well, Ooh. so I ended up letting her do the MI thing, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that worked out very well. I think there was 17 eggs, and 14 went the distance. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know you'd ever hatched then, uh, yeah. green trees. Yeah, yeah, so I did that, and I could not get those little bastards to eat, man. They <laughs> they just didn't want to live. Dang. And, uh, Sounds like a con. Of course, now right? I know some different techniques and stuff. Yeah, well, now I know the different techniques, but then I didn't. And, uh, yeah, it's, there are a few snakes. I, don't know, I guess more... I've been hesitant to put them together since. Yeah, there, there's a few snakes that are more stress and anxiety inducing than freaking chondros. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you guys like them so much. <laughs> they just kind of seem like a pain in the ass to me. I mean, some days yeah. I wonder that too. I'm like, I don't even know why these are enjoyable. You want to talk about stress? Try having a female incubating her own eggs, and you're checking in there for two months, and man, am I, you know, my temps right? Is the yeah. humidity right? Is you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. It was through that that I I realized these guys are a lot more resilient, and I think the hobby on a whole gives them credit for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it could just be just me being in Florida that I'm very fortunate with our climate. Right. That could have something to do with it. But You know, the more I see the maternal incubation thing with them, the more I'm starting to think that that's probably better than artificial just in general. Yeah, like, honestly, it seems like hatch rates and like the size and health of the babies is like everything pretty pretty more substantial than everything artificial. I've heard from you know maternal incubation is the babies come out feeding better. Obviously, Billy, in your case, this that wasn't necessarily <laughs> true. Um, but as far as carpets go, because I've I, I've honestly never talked to anybody that's done uh, maternal with uh, green tree pythons. Um, but as far as carpets go, you know the. Um, most everybody I've talked to, you know, the babies come out bigger, more robust, like you said, Justin, uh, better feeding responses, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they've always, always seems like they do better. And, you know, literally from what people tell me, the only downside to doing MI is if you want to turn around and breed your female again, yeah. like for the second season, the like year. it's really not yeah. going to work out. I mean, like if you want, I'm okay with waiting though. Yeah, you know, honestly, like even if I, um, you know, I would almost prefer to give a female a year on, year off. Mm-hmm. You know, whether she does MI or not. You yeah, know, I not just, corn snakes. yeah, I don't want to overstress her. You know, even if she can go two years in a row. You know, I. 
But it's know? just crazy to me that like yeah. they're doing something that we can't exactly pinpoint. Right. That makes it so much more successful, but we have it's... like every other aspect of husbandry like nailed down. But, yeah. Like, for whatever reason, whatever she does. It's, can't be beat by artificial incubation. Yeah, you know, it's just drilled into their, into their, you know, brain, so, man. I don't know. It's if just... I get eggs from her, like, because my, my pair locked up, I got a really good couple yeah. locks from them the last few days. It's been raining like crazy. You can probably hear it in the background yeah, right now. It's, it's, it's coming pouring down. right now. Because um, these mics are unusually sensitive. Uh, but my pair got, I got really good locks from my pair. Um, and I've been contemplating just letting her do her thing with them. I mean, it'll be my first time getting eggs from condors and really breeding them, but I don't, I mean, she eats like a freaking champ. So yeah, dude, I'm, she's, I don't have, I don't, I'm not really too worried about her coming she's, back from she's it, a but big girl she's, too. Like that. I have a lot of people, like, I don't think she's that big, but then I have people who are like, dude, that female's huge. Yeah, um, dude. I mean, like, what is like a four she, foot cage? And she like, dude, she's pushing five foot, she's probably like, around five, five, easy. even more. Maybe, you know, <clears throat> she's, She's not small. Yeah. <laughs> like her head is her head alone is huge. Yeah, her teeth are pretty gnarly. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I mean, I've so been thinking I don't know about we'll see cuz yeah. I've been having issues with that incubator too. And you know, my dad's going to use that for gray bands come the spring. Right. So, but, you know, I don't know. I might just let her do but her see, thing. But see, the the incubator is all is it's a necessary thing, you know. Even if you you're saying, "Okay, I'm going to do MI for right, there is a, every single animal," you yeah. know, there are just bad moms, Things happen, you know, yeah. especially like if it's their first season breeding, you know, they may ditch the eggs. Mm-hmm. And in that case, you have to artificially incubate. So, you have to have it there, you know, no matter what, cuz then all of a sudden she ditches her eggs and you're like, "Well, you're shit out of luck because you didn't set up an incubator mm-hmm. at that point so you know it's is that likely maybe not but does it happen absolutely you know especially again for first time uh mothers you know they can they can just ditch the eggs you know i've heard about it more than more than once so but that's a whole it, other that's a uh, whole other episode <laughs> the mi stuff is honestly like if you're if you really like watching behaviors and seeing, you know, animals just do what they instinctively want to mm-hmm. do, that's probably the coolest thing you can watch any python do. Because you'll see the the mom; they'll do the shivering thing. You'll see right. them loosen up their coils. You'll see yeah. them, you know, pop out of the nest and get some heat and then go back. And it honestly, it was probably it was the stressful, most stressful thing I've ever done. It was also <laughs> one of the most cool you know, rewarding things I've yeah. ever done as far as snake breeding goes. That's what Definitely. I was going to say. I did it, it with my like jungle it. too. Okay. Definitely one of those things where you have to like trust the process and that she's going to do what she needs to oh, do. Yeah. You know, you can't like worry about it a ton. You're just like, you know, they're biologically ingrained to do this. I'm just going to let, you know, nature be nature. Um, oh, but when, when she was done, yeah, I thought I killed her. It takes so much out yeah. of her. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, she, she looked terrible. I was like, oh, I just killed the snake. That's awesome. Dang. Like, I don't know if she's going to bounce back. Mm-hmm. But That's and what did you that do? That is why it's good giving them the next year off. What did you do for her after that? Like, how? what was your, like, your feeding uh, schedule just, like? Uh, with my schedule, I really can't do a pinpoint schedule with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe every two to three weeks. I don't push them at all. I mean, how long was it before she was kind of, like, back to normal looking? You know, she wasn't thin or? Uh, it was 
it was a while, man, because I wasn't trying to pound her with food. Yeah. You know, because they're not carpet, so I don't want to pound them too much. Probably probably eight or nine months or so. Oh, wow. Dang. So that was a long time. Because I, I didn't want to push her, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Give that... small meals and... And that's what I've heard about. Um, uh, that's what I've heard about with even with carpets. If you do MI, the first meal you give them needs to be small. Yeah. Like you, it's just going to shock their system. Yeah, you can't just throw. You, you know, even them with your, calories. I don't like care that. how big. Even if you take the eggs away. Yeah, exactly. Even if you take the eggs away, or if they they don't eat for a while, or I'd rather be on the side of caution and yeah, you know, not I mean, get a regurge because you gave too big of a yeah, meal. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't care how big your freaking coast or bread lie is. If they go months without food, do not just throw them a large rat right off the bat. You know, give them something, give them something small just to digest quick. And, you know, you do that, you know, once, you know, you know, when you're feeding the large rats, you'll go, you know, once a month feeding mm-hmm. them. But, you know, when you do that, you're working them up, give them a smaller meal and then give them another one, you know, a week and a half later or something, you know, just to, you know, work your way back up to their regular food after, you know, a month or two you know, or a couple, however long. I personally don't think I'll push any of my animals whenever they, whenever they do come back on food and go off, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, one That's, thing I am going to do this year though, when, uh, my females come off from breeding and are ready to eat again, you know, I've got a couple of females that are, uh, mousers and as soon as they, their first meal is going to be a, a rat, rat to see if they are that desperate. Yeah, yeah. To see if That's they're hungry enough. Cause man, my, I've got one girl, you know, I've managed to switch a lot of my animals over to rats, you know, pretty easily, but I've got one, one pop one female that just wants absolutely nothing to do with rats at all. Um, so that's on my list. You know, she she will hopefully breed for me as long as the season works out for me. I've got a few things I need to work out before I start pairing everything. Is that gonna be like what December? Um, January. I know. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm probably gonna start pairing. I have to wait a couple of weeks to get a, some test results back as, you know, Billy, you know, and Justin, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. Um, but I've got some issues at the moment that I need to get worked out. <laughs> um, but once I get all that worked out, um, then I'll probably, I'll probably, uh, they're off food now. I'm letting them, I'm letting them all, you know, clear their systems and whatnot uh, for the next month. And uh, as long as everything comes back, you know, negative for anything viral um then we'll start pairing up eh, probably around you know mid-december so we'll see it's i'm gonna get it late It'll be a, a christmas a, miracle a little bit of a late start but you know that's okay it doesn't Better start late than never yeah it doesn't start getting super cold here until you know december mid-december yeah. january ish so eh, i'm not worried about it um so we'll see but, but outside of the carpets and stuff you have a uh, some pretty sweet uh rat snakes what are you what are you doing with those and what species are you keeping well i got i have two pairs of japanese rat snakes the uh climacophora Mm -hmm. uh i have an adult pair of the normals uh i honestly don't know if they're the kunisher island or not uh they look like it but they weren't sold to me as that uh and then I have a pair of 
two-year-old albinos, which I think those are really cool. I don't know if y'all know anything about those. Yeah, uh, albino, but, uh, albino what? What kind of rat snakes are they? Jap- Japanese rat oh, snakes. Oh, the Japanese. Oh, really? I haven't seen those before. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah, so I always kind of geek out on, like, history of stuff. Right, right. And uh, where they're from in Japan, there's actually the government back in the 1920s, I think it was, like 26 or something, they ended up pr- protecting their area and declared it a national monument. Oh, wow. And uh, there's actually a wild population of albino Japanese rat snakes. No In that way. area, you know, like in that park. That's yeah, super and they're still cool. there and stuff. So. I think we need to take a trip to Japan and go find some albino Japanese rat snakes. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Be like yeah, Kill Bill. The, the ones we have in the hobby, the ones we have in the hobby, they look different from the ones that are out in the wild because right. they everyone crosses the the super blue ones yeah. into the albino line, so you end up getting kind of a different look. But right. Uh, when I read that, I was like, well, I guess that's set in stone now. i got to get some of those. Yeah, so. for sure. No, that's uh, <laughs> that's really cool. Do we still get exports from uh, Japan? Can do we? Still I have no imports? idea. Do we? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't no, think. I don't, I don't think. think so. if, no. I don't. I don't know if animals are still being imported from no. there. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, those so. are pretty snakes. Yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always liked the Asian rat snakes, man. Mm-hmm. There was, I went through a phase when I was younger where that was, that was like my thing. That's what I you wanted. You had that king rat for a while. Yeah, I had that king rat for a while, man. That you he just was, handed me that day, and I did. I was like, "This thing's gonna probably like bite the snot dude, out of me." He wanted to kill everybody. He he you liked, were like here, hold it. And you, I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? He was really cool, man. That chi- I, yeah, I had a Chinese king rat snake for a while, and man, he was he was so cool. It's pretty gnarly. And uh, I went through. Yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> again, they're I went pretty. through another phase of you know all i want is carpets i have to get rid of everything that isn't a carpet and i really regret getting rid of some of the animals that i had um and water python that water python was cool man she was a little dick but she she was so cool dude screw you man she was cool thing was the devil (laughs) you had to know how to handle her if you knew how to hold her like she was good like you just had to be confident and you're not confident holding any snake that even might bite you a brown racer no, well, it was fast and it was side, foul. Side note: I know we're trying to get on the rat snakes, but I got to put a plug in for a pair of animals that Do I it. have that are slowly taking over. Uh, Maclots. Oh, Maclots are the y'all talking about my asses. I I freaking adore these things. Yeah, dude, They're, that's uh, that's super cool. I want some salus so bad. So bad. Yeah, I want some of those. Uh, those are supposed to be little demons, but uh, they're they seem super cool. Uh, the Maclots, mine are finally big enough where they're starting to get out of the I want to kill everything phase, and they're just uh-huh. like, hey, I'm just gonna be chill. So like they're starting to really get enjoyable now. So. That's super cool, man. When are you uh, planning on pairing those yeah. up? No, I'm still a few years out. Yeah. I'm slow growing them. Okay, yeah. No, uh, my female. Yeah, my female's almost two years, and my male's a year. So okay. I think they're uh, Timor animals, Timor mm-hmm. locale. Okay. So the the most common one that's in the hobby. Right. But uh, 
Yeah, they're yeah. pretty, man, with the, the speckles. Besides stripes, anything that's, like, speckled or pixelated, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a sucker for those, too. Yeah, and yeah. So, mac lots, granite, carpets, yep. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. Um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And liasis, that is just such a cool genus man I, I really like the animals within that uh, it really is it sucks that so many people are they kind of turn their nose to them because they're not you know super flashy and stuff but right. they don't have once a you billion get hands on and you start messing with them yeah well there was a there was one years ago that looked hypo I don't know if you guys ever saw that never saw that one there was a maclot that was like it was like yellow and it was super extreme it, it I don't know what happened to it. Nobody really knows. Uh, that would have been cool to see if that was genetic or not. No. You know how that goes. Yeah, do you have sure. any brettles? Everything doesn't make it. I do not. I've oh. actually, it's funny, funny you ask. That uh, that was always like a, a dream snake of mine. I guess everything's a dream snake of mine. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a dream yeah, snake of mine. Yeah, obviously. And... As I've gotten more serious with, uh, you know, wanting to breed and, you know, you got to start thinking about space and stuff like that, I don't know if I can get it cold enough here. So, you know, yeah, if I got them, I'd That would be the only issue living in Florida. Yeah, that, that is, you know, yeah. one of those species you really have to drop those temperatures. Um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago with uh, Casey, Casey Cannon, yeah. and um, he uh, – yeah, he has a little bit. He has a nice method to get them really cooled down. But man, he's in like North Georgia, so it's not. Yeah, that hard. so it's not as hard. But even here, man, you know, we'd have to wait till de- uh, like January, yeah. February. But we could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a solid, you know, two m- months, two months ish, give or take, of like a actual bit. winter weather. Yeah, and it gets it'll get cold, cold, and uh, we we can definitely make it happen. But yeah, in Florida, you're you're a little bit more limited it, it still gets cold down there don't get me wrong but yeah that's uh um, yeah it's it's yeah it's not the same though it's, right did you uh tough, did you listen to our episode on uh brettles pythons with uh casey a couple weeks ago not <laughs> not yet it is on yeah the list. no that's fine that's fine okay, i right? if i i just like, if you're even curious um about breeding brattles one day uh his method to cooling them is uh it's it's pretty unique um yeah, i've never really heard of somebody doing it the way he does um casey's got the code cracked yeah he's for you know people that can't really cool down an entire room um the way he does it you know can really he kind of cheats the system with it and um you know he's had some great success with it obviously you know because casey sells you know a lot of baby brettles and that's all he works with um so definitely check that out if you're even remotely interested in uh breeding Uh, brittles oh yeah for sure it's already downloaded and it's in line nice cool cool but anyways back on the rat snakes um so what are kind of your plans with them and you know where are you looking ahead with those um let's see talk about japanese rats um a pair that i was really excited about getting i have a calico hypo chinese beauty and a hypo calico chinese beauty that i got from larry keller uh four or five years ago nice 
And uh, the once again the pixelated speckled pattern. Mm, and the, yeah. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the calicos, but they're you know it's, they kind of cool. look like uh, palmetto corns. Yeah. 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 I've seen those. Cooler because there's more like <laughs> color to them. Way bigger and I way think. meaner. Yeah. Uh, you know, the beauty snakes, they get a, they do get a bad rap, I think, because blue beauties are, you know, they're hit or miss. You either have, like, an angel or you have spawn of Satan. That's like what, that's like I wanted, I wanted blue beauties as a kid Dude, so I, bad. I did too, man. That was, like, the one speech I was like, I want blue beauty snakes. I like, had no interest so in bad. the cave dwellers. I had no interest <laughs> in the Taiwans. I had no interest in the Chinese. I just yeah. wanted the Vietnamese. I just wanted those. And... Maybe one day I will. But... They are. I I had them in the past, and they they're awesome. They're when you look at Asian rock snakes, I look at it like there's two different camps. Like we all call them rat snakes, mm-hmm. but like the Japanese rat snakes, I look at those like they're actually rat snakes. They remind me of North American. Yeah, rat snakes like black rats, gray rats, just like their head structure, yeah, and they're behavior very similar. and speed and stuff. We start getting into the beauties and the colignathus genus and you know all that kind of stuff. Those are more like racers, like with how you know their head structure and how they act and how fast they are. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a, a difference too. You know, but everyone lumps them together for. I guess it's just easier. But uh, what I've noticed with the Chinese beauties, because I've had them for five years now, Mm -hmm. uh, they seem to be a lot more timid and shy. They want to run more than, like, I I don't think I've been bitten by them since they were babies. Uh, They just want to get away from me. They're just like, just leave me alone. Just let me go in my hide. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, great feeding responses. Uh, I have... All my Asian rats are all set up in the same room as my pythons. I just have them on the bottom with no heat, and okay. they are they're good to go. What, what do you? What kind of temp do you keep your room at? It fluctuates. It probably it's upstairs. Uh-huh. Uh, you're probably looking anywhere from seventy-eight to eighty-two. Okay. You know, yeah. I don't really. I'm not super anal about having it. You know, one specific temperature yeah, spot on all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty. I guess compared to some guys, I'm pretty relaxed with my stuff. Right. You know, I just kind of read them, and you know, stuff that has hot spots. If I need to, I just watch the snake. If they're telling me, you know, they need more heat, I'll give them more heat. If it's too hot, I'll back it down. You know, I've had nice. a lot of success with that. Nice, and uh, so. Uh, and I assume your room drops for the carpets during the winter. Do you do any added supplement uh, heat for the rat snakes during the winter months? Or uh, no, I just I let them do their thing. Let the, everything nice. cool down. Let snakes, everything like, warm up. Yeah. Nice. Um. Well, like the Chinese beauty, the Japanese rat snakes, they they like to go through a brumation mm-hmm. to breed. Uh, they can get down like into the fifties and it's, it's no issue. Right. Uh, I think that's part of the reason I have not had success. <laughs> had yeah. lots. And Going back to Brettles. I had, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, 
what was it last year? No, it was the year before. I actually got a clutch full of slugs from my Japanese rat snake female. Ah, oh, damn. And uh, you know, I got all excited. I'm like, all right, this is happening. Awesome. I, you know, I got lucky, and then all slugs. And I was like, oh, all right, well, back to square one. Never mind. Yeah. And I get locks and stuff, and it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I think it's the temperature, but I mean, there's only so much I can do. I've thought about buying a a big fridge or cooler or some type of thing and doing that. That's what a lot of guys do down here. Yeah, that's what my dad did. He's gonna do. He bought a big ass wine cooler. He's just gonna put his adult alternative in that. And nice. Pretty easy way of doing it. Guys have a lot of success with it. I. I don't know. I just haven't pulled the trigger on one yet, but I guess if I really want to breed them, I'll you know I'll probably end up doing that. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'll just see if I if I can get lucky, you know, every now and then. That would just you um, know, being the snake owner that I am, I would just have such a hard time putting my snakes in a refrigerator to be <laughs> cold for like you know two months down to fifty degrees. You know, I would that would drive me insane. <laughs> It just. Ah. Well, I mean, you check on them. You don't. Right. Just, like, yeah, yeah. You don't just plop them in there and leave. Yeah, in two months. Have fun. Yeah, like you go to get, you go to get a drink, and you're like pushing the snake cage or to the side or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, some of you like will to... not wake up from this. That is <laughs> oh who I knew as a proper breeder. <laughs> two the men enter. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> Thunderdome. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, no. So, that's, uh, that's why I like carpets. Besides, if you don't survive the refrigeration, the... it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> uh, what were you saying, Billy? Yeah, yeah besides the, the Chinese beauties, I know Justin said he has zero interest in them, but I was very excited to get them. Uh, I have a pair of cave racers. Oh, nice. That I got from the Zirkles. Mm-hmm. Uh he does some cool stuff. Hey, he yeah, breeds so many cool species, yeah. man. He's been doing it for years, yeah. man. Like, he has everything. He has everything. So I really um, want some Russian rats, too. Hmm. And he does it all. Yeah, actually, I sold them one in Daytona. Because I, I had a pair, and then my male passed. And I just had this female that was breeder size that... I couldn't do anything with. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I could use the cage space. And yeah. They're super cool, super cool people, too. You know, they're not, like, some of the older guys, sometimes, like, you know, younger guys coming up can be kind of standoffish, but they've always been super nice and super cool. Him and Amy are awesome. I'd recommend them to anybody. But uh, I ended up getting cave racers from them uh, a couple of years ago. And they're... I mean, they're they're beauty snakes, <laughs> you know. They're fast and they have, you know, they're good days and bad days. But they eat great. They they shed perfect for me here. Uh, I'm curious to see when they get up to size if I have better luck with them because them Taiwan's and blue beauties they don't have to be cooled at all. Uh, um, they can just breed, you know, year round pretty much. Mm-hmm, you know that nice. type of temperature. So I'm curious to see, you know, if I'll have better luck with them. I'm hoping I do because they're just such 
awesome snakes. You said those were the but, uh, Taiwan beauty snakes? No, those are the cave. Oh. The Ridley cave Eye. Places. Yeah. The Ridley Eye. That means nothing. Yeah. The... <laughs> you know I don't know scientific names, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and to round it out, uh, I have a pair of radiated rat snakes. Normal. Okay. Those look like fun, uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. The Well, the male that I have is, they're still, they're not even a year yet, so they're still oh, babies. Wow. But yeah. the male I have, he is super chill. He just, I can pick him up, and he's honestly he's like a corn snake. Mm-hmm. The female is 100% radiated rat snake. Psychotic. And she'll s up, <laughs> yeah, she'll s up and gape and strike, and mm. she's gotten away from me a couple times. So I'm chasing her around. They're the pretty quick, room and stuff. Jeez, those things real? can move. Yeah. Those things want to go, man. They go. Damn. Yes, yes. I have felt foolish more than one time. But, uh, <laughs> with that female she's so tiny too so she's you know extra fast dang if I recall, people were saying... I, I'm sorry, you, but just, just real quick, I'm imagining Billy running around his room trying to catch this little rat. Yeah, whatever <laughs> whatever you're imagining, that's probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Anyway, I think they sorry. say, like, if you want to get a taste of what it's like to keep mambas, like, get one of the beauty snakes. Like, Jeez. in terms of size, speed, attitude... Well, I mean, just, maybe not attitude. My attitude thing might be a bit extreme because mambas, from what I've read, really aren't as bad as everyone makes them out to be. You just have to really like take your time with them and not. You have do to respect quick. them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not like a you know any rattlesnake that you can just right. hook and put in a bucket. Like these yeah. things are like you let them do what they're gonna do yeah. and you know take your time with them. But I think I recall reading forever ago on like the Southeast Hot Herb Society website. They had a bunch of articles and stuff, and they were talking about if you want to get into mambas, like keep beauties first and if you can manage uh-huh. to keep those without any incidents like take some time with those and that'll kind of give you a taste i've heard that about um the king rat snakes uh with like taipans um, yeah i've heard people compare those you know if you want to you know work with taipans you know start with a king water rat. python <laughs> water python is just a psychopath <laughs> She's like you open the you take your like open the hide and she was Dude, like gone she just like had she had her moods man like there were days where she was fine i could take her out handle her and there's days she really didn't want to be screwed with and you know that was every day i left her alone no 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 you did not see her every day like i did all right i dealt with that snake a lot don't talk crap about her all right i miss her i want her back moving on <laughs> no comment but, yeah no but yeah, man, that's uh that's really cool. Are you um what planned uh pairings for the rat snakes do you have like this year or you know, soon ish? What are you what are you trying to pair up? Well, I'm always trying the uh the Chinese beauties. Okay. So I can get calicos and hypo calicos. I mean those are just badass snakes. Right. Uh, and the Japanese I might try I've been thinking about trying my albino male to my normal female mm-hmm. and see if if that would work out, make some heads. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because I've tried a few years with the normal male, and he's kind of old. They're older animals, too. I got them mm-hmm. in 2011, I think. Okay. So they're, they're up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as the rats, that's all I have up to size. 
Um, I don't push them mm-hmm. at all. Right. Uh, there's really, I don't see any reason to. Uh, um, that's me and Justin feel the exact yep, same way about take that. Take your time with them. That's yeah. um, power feeding is definitely something I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say I'm extremely against, but I am. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't recommend it to anybody. Um, you know, but it's just not meant to be that way. You know, it's it's not natural. That's one thing that I've kind of been on a rant about recently is keeping things, you know, as wild type as possible you know um and feeding regimen is uh one of those things that i I really think is um important as far as keeping you know a more wild feeding regimen you know because like you know with uh i'm like you billy i don't feed on a schedule you know i don't feed every seven days i don't feed every 10 days on the die you know because again that's not natural you know some days i'll go i go you know two weeks without feeding anything you know three weeks without feeding anything and then i'll feed you know one and then a week later i'll feed again you know then wait another two weeks you know it's just it really just varies um you know i feel like that keeps it a lot more you know again natural you know i don't want to be repetitive here but yeah i think too, it, it helps you get in tune with your animals too. For sure. They start to, they'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh-huh. You know, but there's, there's so many, like, you get on the internet and you'll see so many cookbook recipes, if you will. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, all right, like, I've seen it go so far as they'll, I'm not going to say what animal this was for, but like, at what age, what size rat or mouse or, you know, down to the gram. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, give them this at, you know, two months after birth, three months after birth, mm-hmm. they'll get this. And then, you know, I I don't know. I would just rather watch them, see what happens, slow them up, grow. Right. I grow them up slow. And uh, uh, it worked for me. Yeah. I, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, I would. Uh, They're I would all still alive. I, I, would think. De- I would definitely agree that you're doing w- uh, yeah. way more than okay over there, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I do have to say, when I stumbled across your Facebook page and saw like the stuff that you were posting, I was like, "This is something different, dude." Billy's like, I, I literally was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> like out of nowhere, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, like, oh my god. I'm pretty sure it, it, it's funny. It's funny because, <laughs> like, I've been keeping carpets and snakes and stuff since '06. Uh huh. So, like I, you know, I didn't start the, I didn't start Facebook till a couple years ago, and I was just kind of doing my own thing. I just, you know, I just wanted to keep the animals. Like I always wanted to breed, but it was kind of on the back burner, right. just with other life stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to get other things in line before I took that on. Right. And uh, you know, I'm sitting here like, man, I've, you know, I've had all this stuff for years now, and. You know, it's all now. I'm starting to post pictures of it, and you're like, "Man, you know, you know, the new guy on the block coming out of nowhere." I'm like, "Guys, I've I've been here the whole time. I've been, I've been you know, out in the limelight, but I've been here." Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. It's funny hearing that. But no, I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate I, I think it was. Uh, it's funny. I think Billy, you and I have been friends on Facebook for like a, a while. Like a like a long while, yeah, I'm pretty isn't it sure. Weird how that <laughs> yeah, and like we never talked anything, and then um, you messaged me. 
I was a couple weeks before Daytona um, about uh, that Super Caramel Jag that, yeah, that I had. Yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was, was embarrassing. Was, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it says it in the ad. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, another guy that doesn't like to read. Great, here we go. <laughs> yeah, right? Next. Uh, uh, look at this guy. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, we had been friends. We've been friends on Facebook for quite a while. Just never chatted or anything. And then um, we talked for a minute about the Super Caramel Jag. And I saw you, uh, I think you commented on somebody's post about going to Daytona and vending. And I was like, hey, you're going to be at Daytona vending? Uh, I'll, I'll be there. You're like, cool. Couldn't save so, you on the day you drove down there just to turn around and go home. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> I actually yeah, messaged. trying to get in. I, I yeah, like, there's actually, no one you can yeah, hold. trying to get in. <laughs> yeah, I actually messaged Billy. I was like, yo, dude, like, do you need help setting up or anything? Because, like, I just drove, like, an hour at, and a half at the here. Gate. I just drove, like, an hour and a half here, and I'm trying to do something. <laughs> like, this sucks. But, uh, yeah, Speaking no. of someone who didn't read the ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had to go to like you had to go deep into their website to read and read the fine print about the crap. You know, they just said eighteenth to the twentieth. All right, but they didn't. You know, they didn't specify. All right, take your word for it, buddy. Yeah, you know, screw you, Smith. I don't even care. I don't care because I at least I went to Daytona. You sat here and worked all weekend. I just remember yeah, watching the Snapchat, so you just aimlessly wandering around Daytona because <laughs> yeah. you had nothing else to do and you I weren't just... going to drive home because you had already driven an hour. <laughs> you were just like, well, I'm at a pet shop. Well, I'm like on the beach. It's just, it's just like, it's like, I can't go back. I just drove an hour. It's like, so you just like, what, wander around like the Chick-fil-A there in the corner? Like, yeah, I walked around the, <laughs> I walked around the beach for a little while. I went into some thrift shops and bought my girlfriend and her mom some souvenirs. And then I went and like, I just went on Google and was like, reptile shops near me. <laughs> came up with a couple places. I only found one that was remotely decent, but it was still kind of shitty. So yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, no, it was fun though. And then, uh, you know, then I met Billy at the show and I actually talked with him for a while. We had dinner with Casey that night. Um, Where'd to, y'all go? It was some, some, chilies? no, it was, <laughs> what? I love chilies, man. You love chilies, no, I man. Do. No, it was some restaurant in the hotel. The, the hotel was so nice. Man. I heard that Danny and them were like. That, they had a like a room right across the street, like on the water. They got like a killer dude, deal on it. And that it was, hotel was like top notch. I'm man. gonna go yeah, next they, year. Uh, every year they uh, on the website for the show. Mm-hmm. They if you hook if you hit hotel, they give you a code and you get a special rate, even if you're not vending. I've done it as just someone that was going for the weekend, mm-hmm. and nice. you get like a super cheap rate. For, I mean, it uh, makes sense. They have so many people going. You know, yeah. Night. Yeah, and they've Dang. been doing it forever. So that's awesome. But yeah, no, we had a really good time at Daytona, and ever since then, me and Billy have been uh, staying in touch, semi-frequently. Yeah. I'm we bummed I didn't get to go. Them. Yeah. Well, next year. Yeah, Jake. Jacob's always trying to sell me something. <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> hey man, you know I like to hit, I like to hit up my guys before you know I make public posts about stuff. I'm preferred customers. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't like I don't like selling to just anybody. So you know, gotta gotta hit yeah, up my. What's wrong with that, man? I mean, I'll I did I did that with Crestids. 
Yeah, you I did. sent messages to friends said, "Hey, I'm selling everything. What if you want? Like, if you want something, let me know." Yeah. Sold a few. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Justin. Yeah. Real quick. So I'm looking at my room. I got all these carpets and stuff, and then I'm looking at my female green tree. Oh God. She's in her hunting stance and she's doing her caudal mm-hmm. luring right now. The truffle shuffle. Everything else just kind of sit. Everything's just sitting, not doing anything, and then you got these guys. So what? What was Jacob saying? How they're they're not cool and all these. <laughs> they are cool. As I assume and stuff. No uh, man, <laughs> I can't stop looking at this one. I Thank you. I can't stop looking at it right now. Uh, you know, I I <laughs> I just like to mess with Justin about his Condro <laughs> obsession, man. I I I green tree pythons are awesome, and honestly, I'm gonna buy one from uh, Smith. You know, when he it's assuming I'll sell you one. Yeah. You already told me you would. And oh. if you back out on that, I'm going to kick you so hard in the nuts. It's not even funny. Um, but no, so I am going to get one. I actually almost pulled the trigger on one or two in the really? past couple months. Yeah, dude, at the shows that I've been to, man. I can't oh. tell you, the last Columbia show I went to, I was like, I was so close to just I've forking did, over 300 bucks for one of those. I've learned my lesson. I, I Rep- almost did it, man. You talked me out of it. I was like, Repticon all right, Condros are just bad news. Yeah. So I didn't, you know. I, you know, I, I saw got, a bunch of the show. <laughs> or there actually really wasn't that many at Columbia, but still, I was Dude, looking at the last, like, the last cl- the show that I went to um, that I brought Allie <laughs> to, uh, you didn't go, but there's a dude with like a whole table of them. Yeah, this, that didn't exist here. Really? Man, I almost, I almost did it, but you, had, t- you talked me down. They had like know. an adult, well, almost an adult. It was a Biok, and on the glass, they were like, Sorong. I was like, that's so far from the Sorong, it's not even funny. What about, um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, HP Exotics? Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't, he's usually got some He babies. had one that I saw back in May at the Charlotte <laughs> show. He had one that I saw at the last Charleston, yeah, like the same say, snake. He, he and I'm like, does this thing even go couple. back in like a tub, or does it just like literally float it's, around in this display case for like this, weeks? That's it's a really, reason. like, it's a really cool Chondro. It looks really different. It's a little. I mean, he, it's like he it's got like this really a, cool, like faded pattern. You talking to it about the stuff. red one he's got? No, or? this is an adult. It's a, oh, it's an adult. I think it's oh, a male. I seen this adult. And it's huh. really cool looking. Like nice. if if I was more trusting, I probably would pick it up. But yeah, and I think out of the people that actually go to those shows, I mean, I don't trust anybody that vends <laughs> Columbia except Brad Unsworth. Um, but uh, you know, I think he's one of the. No, but shout out to ones. real quick because I picked up my dart frogs finally. Oh yeah, just shout out to frogs. to Paul Shore at Shore Things Exotics because he was awesome. Shore Things, yeah. That he the, had a table full. Of, he had a it's bunch just, of really cool frogs. He was like super willing to talk to me and stuff. Nice. He was nice. His prices were decent. You know, I'd definitely buy from him again if I. Speaking of which, speaking of which, he had these exoterras. <coughs> well, they weren't. They were the Zilla version of exoterras whatever yeah. they call them. And he had these things like fully planted, set up, frog ready, like 150 bucks. No, man. Yeah, dude. That's that's pretty And of course I said this dope. as I had like my three frogs and my two <laughs> bairds in hand. I'm like, oh crap, that was all my money. <laughs> I was just like, I would have bought one in a heartbeat. If he's at, if he's at like the yeah. next Columbia show, I'll probably go up there and grab one because they look really good. Like he put nice. some time into making those things look nice. See, that's that's good. That's good <laughs> customer service right there. 
It was a, that's a freaking deal, dude. Yeah, man. It's Especially, awesome. That Zilla alone is worth about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Was it a twelve by twelve by eighteen? Yeah, it had different sizes. Okay. But most of them were the smaller ones. Nice. But frog ready and everything. Looked awesome. Very cool. Get one eventually. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We're at an hour ten. Hour, hour seven. Ten. Well. I think it's a oh wait jag pondros oh jag pondros can you give us the backstory on the jag pondros i can definitely do that school us so <laughs> last so last year um that was the first time it was uh, i'd be comfortable breeding my green tree female mm-hmm. but my male was i just wasn't comfortable with his body tone and stuff and the first time I bred him, like, he didn't eat for months. And, he, you know, it took a toll on him. I just, if I think it's going to, you know, hurt the animal or whatever, I, you know, there's no reason to do it. Right. So it was super late in the season. It was, like, March, beginning of March. Oh, wow. That was super late and, in the uh, season. <clears throat> yeah, and I just, I saw my green tree. It looked like she was building. You know, she looked real thick and everything, and she wasn't eating. I was like, well, we'll see what happens. So I threw in my uh, my striped Coastal Jag male, Max, and uh, she's mean. My green tree female is really mean. <laughs> but like, he kept he, – <laughs> he didn't want anything to do with it. Like, every time I'd look in, he was far away from her. So – I put her in for a couple of days, you know, I came back from work and they weren't, you know, doing anything. I was like, all right, took them out. And about a week later, I was like, eh, I'm try it again. You know, what's the worst that could happen, you know? And, uh, put them in and I checked on them a couple hours later and they were like cuddling on a perch. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, nowhere near a lock or anything. It's like, all right, well, I'll leave them. Yeah. That's progress. Kept them in. And, yeah. It's, it's something. So, kept them in another couple days took them out didn't think anything of it well next thing i know she goes into a shed mm-hmm. i'm like all right let me write this down you know what i don't think i didn't see anything it, it looked like he was running from her half the time i you know yeah. there's no way and with the uh, carpondros jack Pondros, all that it is usually always a carpet female mm-hmm. because right uh, for whatever reason, people won't use, well, I guess they want to use green tree females for green tree pairings. And uh, next thing I know, she sheds, and I'm like, well, let me just put a nest box in there and see what happens. A month later, she is beehived on a a clutch. That's That looks good. And I'm like, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> like, all right, well. Yeah, I guess everyone I tell the story to, like, well, it's better to be lucky than good, huh? I'm like, all right. (laughs) All right, asshole. Like, (laughs) yeah, right. I had a guy tell me that today when I was setting up. He asked me about the, yeah. Anyway, so, jeez. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm gonna take the, (laughs) I'm gonna take the eggs from her. So I get her off the eggs. They they don't adhere at all. She was on them for like a day. Uh, they didn't hear it all. They fell like a sack of bricks. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because, you know, you read everything about, oh, they can't move. And yeah, don't turn I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. well, these all died. Awesome. Or they're yeah. not fertile. So I set them up anyway. 
and I'm candling them, and they're, I mean, they have veins and stuff. So I'm like, well, shit, what's the worst that could happen? Throw them in the incubator. Well, I start thinking, like, for the next 24 hours, I'm like, well, if they rolled, what if they're drowning right now, all that. So <laughs> I decided to move them again after I already set them up. That sounds like, like something I would I, do. Yeah. It's 100%. Full disclosure here, yeah. Full disclosure here, I got nothing to hide. So I, like, moved, I kind of divided the clutch into four because there was a... Uh, 14 eggs or something and I did some where it looked like it was the embryo was on the bottom then on it's the like, left side one of right these side, boxes is going to uh, live and I was like <laughs> yeah I was like alright I've, well, I've got like a 25% yeah. chance each year like, like, like one of these groups yeah, is going to well, hatch <laughs> well what are the odds this, my thought was what are the odds these things are going to hatch anyway you yeah. know being hybrids and stuff and you hear about fertility problems got and, nothing okay. to lose at this point <sighs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, with all that and me freaking out. So I do that, and then I'm like, finally, I'm like, all right, Billy, stop <laughs> stop being dumb and just let them be. All right. Two months later, man, every single one of those eggs hatched. No, <laughs> man. <laughs> what? How every big, single how big one was the clutch? Uh, 14. God. Oh, wow, I ended man. up with nine end up with nine jagpondros and four carpondros. And That's cool. you want to talk about like a kid Christmas morning yeah. when <laughs> they started pipping? Holy shit, oh, you're alive. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> I know. I was I was candling these things like every day. Damn, I, dude. Yeah. I was bugging them a lot. Then, uh, Sounds like me 100%. So now, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, so now yeah. I have this clutch that I'm like, awesome, I got these badass animals, you know. Now I'm thinking, so two years prior, I'm like, I'm not going to get any things to eat. They're all going to die on me. Like, <laughs> Oh, <animals."> my God. <laughs> Bro, I put, I put a, a mouse in front of the first one, nailed it. And I'm like, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, okay, this is, I pretty much had all of them eating except three. And I don't know if y'all saw my post about the reptilian. Yeah, the, the reptilian uh, lizard scent. Thing. Was it? Was it a lizard scent? I used, used the gecko scent. Gecko yeah. scent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used that. So I had three, three of them that wouldn't eat anything. They would run from everything. They would, it was, I was like, all right, you guys aren't going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I put a drop on the head of like the fuzzy or something, all three of them right away, as soon as they caught a whiff of that scent, nailed it like like an adult chondra would. Damn. I'm like, holy crap. Here we, now I got them all eaten. And I don't know, man, because like everything I've read about, you know, hybrid eggs and eggs in general, like I did everything wrong. I can admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I did everything completely wrong. And I still ended up you know, with viable babies, and yeah. it just goes to show, man. It's there's so many different ways to do all this stuff. The stars align. People. Well, yeah. Well, it's better to be I lucky than good. I mean, <laughs> right? Oh, thanks. <laughs> I like. Oh, 
see, uh, now I want to pair him again this year and yeah. like hope it goes well, just so I can be like, all right, I did it two years in a row. Like, yeah, like, yeah, suck yeah, suck it. I'm good. <laughs> like, right? I'm yeah. not lucky. <laughs> Gotta spite everybody. I'm gonna make more Jack Bond. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you should throw a you should throw a pop one with your green tree. That'd be a. A Popwin Carpondro. Yeah, I would buy. I would buy that Carpondro, just because. A granite <laughs> or a zebra. Dude, I've never. I would like to see a granite Carpondro. That would be that pretty would freaking cool. Pretty baller. That would be pretty yeah, freaking. Cool. I was talking. I was talking to uh, another guy. He was messaging me, uh, and he was talking about that. He was like, "Yeah, man, you should try that." I'm like, oh, you know, everybody's telling you what you should try. Cause yeah. <laughs> Living vicariously through and, you. Uh, They're not going to have to take care of anything. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, from what I hear, I don't know how true this is, but I guess male carpondros, jackondros, they, I don't think they're sterile, but I've heard that there's like, there might be issues with the hemipene structure. Mm-hmm. And that's why they, you know, because the, the carpet and green tree anatomy doesn't, a hundred percent matchup, right? So I don't know how easy it would be to do a recessive mutation. Okay. Like that. Yeah, hmm. yeah, but, uh, yeah. I think a like a zebra or a zebra jag or something like that, that. would be cool. That'd be pretty really interesting. Cool. A zebra would be cool to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, just to see how <laughs> it would turn out. I'm sure there's people trying it. Uh, the hybrid yeah. seemed to be pretty pretty popular overseas. Um, I've had a ton of guys over in Europe, you know, apparently I look like, my page looks like I can export anything. <laughs> so, you know, hey, can you, you know, to Germany, a guy wanted one in Korea. Jeez. Guys, I, I'm just in Tampa, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't <laughs> send all over the freaking world. Even if I could, I don't want to jump through the hoops of being yeah, able to do that. That's... Yeah, right? It's not worth that. The car, the whole Carpondro thing is art is getting super popular even in the US. I see more and more people doing them, you know, yeah, all the people time. People used to just really like scoff at that kind of thing yeah, and now I think it's becoming more accepted, accepted I guess. in I a way, yeah. Like hybrids have never really been my yeah. thing, but I don't I I appreciate I them for what it, they are. You know, you you know, know? for me like I've seen a ball python Burmese python cross. That like Power bombs that carpet, I'm like carpet eh, ball python crosses. Yeah, that I'm like nah, nah. That's that's a no, you know. But you know, as far as like the the carpets and green trees goes, I mean, they're both in the same genus. You well, know, I mean, even at least then, there's like, that. All the, you all know? the designer chondros are are freaking hybrids because yeah. they're, you're breeding the northerns and the southerns together yeah. and then mixing that pot up. I mean, even within carpets, you you're mixing all the subspecies, so I guess technically those would be hybrids as well if you think about it you know maybe not as extreme as you know a whole other species but you know it's well i'll i'll say this and this might i don't know if y'all agree with this or not but at the end of the day we are just keeping snakes in boxes right yep okay and i a lot of people they get they seem to get up in arms about the hybrid saying you know, that wouldn't happen in the wild, that wouldn't happen this, whatever. But then you look at what they're doing and they're making, you know, a four or five gene morph animal where all these mutations, you know, wouldn't work in yeah. the wild. Yeah, like these mutations, yeah, they pop up, but most of them, you know, when they pop up in the wild, 
an animal has a target on its back mm-hmm. and he gets picked off real quick and yeah. then because it sticks I, out i don't know i just see there's a lot of similarity there in my mind yeah no i i'm like well yeah i one i 100 percent agree with that you know it's like okay you don't agree with a carpondro but you've got you know five different freaking you know uh morphs and one animal it's like yeah, or, uh, or you got a scaleless animal or something yeah you know? especially <laughs> something like with the scaleless animals man well, i mean that's... it's like why is it something worth getting upset about yeah like, you know if i don't think it's wor- do i don't it, think sure. it's worth being a dick about the it the only you know? time it's... i have issue with the hybrid thing is when that animal gets sold and that isn't made clear in any lineage or anything like that right like that's when i'm like yeah. all right yeah, and like that's a problem but yeah and i i'm with you there justin and you know, yeah, you want everything to be represented correctly. Right. But at the end of the day, that's that's something that nobody has control over except who's selling that animal. For if sure. you're you know, if you're gonna be a, a dirt bag and try to just get over on somebody and, you know, say whatever you wanna say to get the sale, it doesn't matter what animal it is. If it's a hybrid, right. if it's pure, if it's a morph, if it's you know, whatever. For sure. And at you know, how do you police that? You I don't. That, yeah, I mean, it's going to slip through the question. cracks, but it's just one of those things where, like, you have all these people that are trying to maintain purity and stuff, mm-hmm. and, I mean, obviously they're not just going to go buy some, you know, be it a carpet or whatever off Craigslist and because someone said this is what this is and yeah. doesn't have any information, you know. I think a lot of people in the carpet, and at least the ones that are, like, really serious about the carpet corner and the chondro corner are pretty pretty adamant about making sure if they have an animal in their lineage that they don't know, you know, the background on that it's labeled as such. <clears throat> yeah so for sure yeah for sure i think there's a there's a place in the hobby for for all that absolutely you know? yeah it's great no. that we have that we have guys that are purists because those animals are awesome mm-hmm. there's great there's guys that like to mix everything together and try to make the most extreme looking animals you know it, that's what the great thing about the hobby is that anybody can find something that yeah you know does it for them well prime example so. too is like i had a buddy up in wisconsin joel He's a regular listener. Yeah. Shout um, out to Joel. He wanted a carpet, and I had a you know a male. He's a cross, but he was sold to me as a head albino. And so I told him, I was like, I have no idea exactly what he is. He was sold as a head albino. If he's a head albino, he's got some Darwin in him somewhere. I was like, if he just wanted a carpet and he'd never kept him before, I was like, this guy's perfect. He's really mellow. He eats like a freaking champion. Uh-huh. Like, this is your guy. Yep. And, you know, there's that transparency, and he's he's really happy with it he's, he's doing great up there he's too. happy as could be with that carpet man it's uh i see him post pictures with it all the time and you yeah. know it's he's he's awesome man ate the next day <laughs> i'm not even gonna get into that yeah, as far as <laughs> as far as like pet snakes go in my opinion i know i'm super biased because i'm like surrounded by like 50 of them <laughs> <laughs> like Carpets to me, like they, they're just they get a good size where you yep. you feel like they're you have big, a python, but they're but not unmanageable. Not, yeah, yeah, you don't have to have a second person with you or anything. Even the biggest carpet, you know, like you would yeah. be okay. And I uh, fully recommend them to people you know, they, all the they time. They display well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they display well. They, you know, you can have a nice, nice setup for them. They'll look nice. They're out and about all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're for the most part. Most of them are super docile and can handle them no problems mm-hmm. you know, total you package know, one, to me one, that's a, that's a yeah, yeah, to me, yeah sure. that's it that's yeah the one. For the one you know i always recommend you know obviously you know 
I'm biased too, but you know, when it comes to, you know, a first snake or, you know, people specifically want a carpet and, you know, say they want to upgrade from a corn or a ball, you know, I always go with, you know, specifically the, the pop ones, you know, again, I'm biased because that's my favorite subspecies, but you know, they're, they're the, Um, they're uh they're that they're in that you know that section of you know they're not going to get as big of a as a coastal or you know a brettles or something like that you know they're going to stay slightly smaller you know that's that's why you know you know people even for people looking for a first snake, I would recommend pop. They're one. the compact model all day. Yeah, exactly. You know, get a pop one, get a dar one, get a Nova Guinea. Heck, you know, they they're about the same size as the the pop ones. You know, um, so any of those, yeah, I those are the, my go tos. You know, but again, I, I'm biased. So, because I'm pretty sure, <laughs> out of all the animals I have, like ninety percent of my animals are pop one carpets. But you know. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I've I've become. I honestly quite forget obsessed. that you have like your brettles and. <laughs> yeah, I have a brettles. I have a scrub. I see your picture. Your scrub. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot he bought that. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a scrub. I've got the brettles. I've got. Let me get the brettles. I've got two coastals. I'll sell her to you. You can just give her to me. No. She was expensive. Free to a good home. <laughs> I straight up years ago when I was getting rid of oh a lot my of my gosh. snakes because I took a break from the hobby, which I've mentioned in previous episodes. I had this chick email me, and she's like, "I don't really have a whole lot of money, so can you just like give them to me?" And I was like, "What?" No. <laughs> she's like, I, "I'll give them a really good home. I just don't have you know the money." And I'm just like, "Sorry, nah, pass." Yeah, yeah, please take a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, just get them out of my hair. I don't have. You can't you know, afford to buy them, but you can afford to take care of them. Yeah, something isn't adding up. Jeez, man, people are crazy. Yeah, I always want something for nothing. In your case, that was literally brettles. Yeah, no. Gimme, gimme. No. All right, well, we're hitting an hour and a half. Yeah, it's about time to start. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah. This is, actually, this actually went by does. really fast. This is it always the, does. Well, well, it does for you. I'm watching the clock the entire time, and oh, you're just like, oh. "What time is it?" <laughs> sometimes, but, yeah, I, sometimes I wonder why I'm friends with you. Me too. We're at an hour twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, Billy, so. where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook, uh, Billy Hunt, obviously my personal thing uh uabami reptiles is my page uh, i also am uabami reptiles on instagram i just started that so it's not you know super uh busy yet but it's getting there uh, you like an instagram any of those because i love instagram what's that do you like do you, have you have you played with instagram much I'm slowly getting into it. Uh, I found out in Daytona because like 30 people asked me what my Instagram was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't have one. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, like, why are you even here if you don't have an Instagram? So, it's so much better than Facebook. <laughs> up, so. I love it so much more. Yeah, so I'm, I'm slowly getting into it and trying to figure it out. I like it. It's uh, I've heard past episodes of you talking about mm-hmm. how 
you know, if you want to look at just pictures of snakes, that's all you got to do. You don't have to yeah, weed through all the nonsense. Yeah, it's so that. much more so filtered really nice. and stuff. It's so much more pleasant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely has a different feel to it. It's not so. people yelling at each other into the void. <laughs> 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 and in case any nobody anybody doesn't know how to spell Uwabami, we'll... Uh, We'll we'll tag uh, yeah, it'll be Billy's tagged page and, and uh, I got the graphic our... made and everything already. So All right, cool, it's, cool. It's good to go. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll both uh, tag you <coughs> in our our no, on our social medias. What's yours? Awesome. My name's Justin Smith, of Palmetto oh, Coast yeah. Exotic. <laughs> uh, obviously, How do we find you guys. That's the important part. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say that's the important part. Yeah. These people listen to us. <laughs> jabber every freaking week they need to know where to find you but as always i'm jacob brats you can find me at on facebook and instagram at jlb morelia you can like both those pages if you want to send me a personal friend request you can find me under jacob lee brats and if you don't have snakes on your page i may not accept you I'm just letting you know. But if you have somewhat snake-related pictures, then I'll probably add you. So. I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Palmetto Coast Exotics. Yeah. Don't send him a friend request because so he well, deletes you know, everybody. I'm, no, I'm not, I don't delete everybody. I'm just like, I'm kind of particular. Like, I do look at people who who send me requests. Yeah. And I'm like, if... if you look kind of off to me. I'm probably not going to. Oh, yeah. I, was no. like, I got like, you know, I got a girlfriend and a kid and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. You're going to come and try and like abduct my family. Yeah. No, most people that. won't though. Like that's, yeah. that's extreme. But yeah. for the most part, I'm accepting friend requests and stuff. Yeah. I've never had this many as of lately. I think <laughs> yeah. it's just because of all the con, like the mutual friend thing. Like you yeah, come up and people yeah. suggested friends. And so I just get like a ton yeah, of friend requests all yeah. the time. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not used to having friends. This is, you know, <laughs> This yeah, is exciting. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but anyways, Palmetto Coast Exotics, JLB Morelia. Uwabami Reptiles. Yeah. Yep. We'll this see con- y'all later. This concludes another episode of the Herpeticulture Podcast. Subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. All that stuff. All that stuff. Yep. Billy, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good see night. See you later. <laughs>